You guys ready? No, but let's do it. All right. Hot take. I think polos are stupid. I think they're ugly, and I think they're uncomfortable. This is a hundred percent. This is this is a hundred percent directed at you because I couldn't think of anything. I don't know what your ground, your 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 take is, but so let me let me explain my situation and why I think it's a hot take, and I'm well aware that you and I are gonna have to butt heads on this. But my summer camp, our uniforms were a polo. I had a moment. I was just like, do I ever wear polos? And then I realized why I don't wear polos is because I associate with my summer camp. We had to wear a polo, and it had like the collar and everything, but it got itchy, and then I would get a sunburn, and then I had to pop it up like a douchebag. <laughs> Do I censor that? Anywho. Um, <laughs> dang it. Heated. But anywho. Yeah. I just think they're so uncomfortable. I hate how, like, they, like, catch at, like, the freaking, like, the sleeves. And then they don't have to. They, they don't have to. But I just don't like them. I also don't like the collars and, like, the freaking button-ups. I have a lot of things to say. I did not know I was wow. this heated about it. I'm sorry. But that's my hot take. Well, like... I mean, I wear polos because I like to dress like a frat bro in the summer. Do you think like, it looks good? Because I, uh, I like the look. Of you it. like the look, but like, also I had to get rid of my red and blue polos because it reminded me of like being a Target or Walmart employee. Were you so, ever? <laughs> no, but like, if you wear khakis and a red polo, you right. you work at Target, <laughs> even if you're not. Even if you don't. I think it's also. <laughs> I think it also shifts that. I mean, uh, was it red, red polo plus khakis? State Farm. Yeah. Also, also has oh, taken yeah. also staples. Staples as well. Right. Yeah. They might yes. wear black polos now. You guys oh, just yeah. need to get new. The khaki, the polos and the khakis are getting old. It is like, it's kind of the shirt of the man. Like, you know, you wear a polo because. We're skipping this part because it's really boring and I don't want you guys to listen to this. was not a clap for that but you guys ready for the next part yeah okay what's up guys um so today's topic uh i want to talk about the idea of worship and covid so all three of us i think collect i was reflecting a little bit and then talking to tyler as well because tyler's been there since day one actually um but collectively we all have very different experiences that i think kind of come together and kind of paint the picture of like how worship has shifted over the course of this pandemic season. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know, I'm more of like a video producer. I guess that's my title officially. Um, and I've created the videos over the course of the past few months. Tyler is the, I don't actually know what you play. I'm so sorry. I've played the bass, I've played the guitar, I've played the piano over the past year. So Even sung on separate occasions. Really? I not did. at not at FBC. Oh, not oh at FBC. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah, sense. I've led yeah. worship a couple times in different places. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I've sunk here. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, mostly just a musician in general, mm -hmm. like, filling in spots. And then Chris, you mainly slap it a bass. Slap it a bass. Except I don't actually slap. <laughs> I just play bass. Play bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think for this episode, I just kind of want to ask you guys, like, how we've all had different experiences, and I think the word worship has come up a lot in our podcast episodes where we all have very different feelings about you guys as musicians, me as a casual listener. Um, but I feel like this pandemic has really shifted and kind of like warped the word of um, worship, right? I, I know some say might say like warp is like a negative connotation, but I think it's changed a lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of want to ask you and your experiences, like 
before the pandemic started, like, what was worship to you guys? I guess that's where I want to start off with. I can go first for answer. Yeah. Um, so I think I've done, I, mean, I, I have played in worship team pretty regularly for probably four or five years now. Um, wide variety of teams. Yeah, pretty much at least once a week, if not more. Um, yeah, for youth, for college, and for FBC worship, and then, of course, some high school events more recently. Right. Um, as like a leader but uh, yeah so like worship has always been like an important part of you know like my church experience how mm-hmm. I see God and those kind of things um, and so before the pandemic uh, I was playing in both um, our normal congregational worship mm-hmm. and uh, our college ministry uh, and then occasionally we'd fill in and there's a high school event that happens at a different campus that a friend of ours runs and so Chris and I both went up there a couple times and then I've played through the pandemic mm-hmm. up there as well outside but uh, so a lot of it was just, you know, the regular, the grind, you know, college yeah. every other week and then Sunday morning worship playing usually at least twice a month or something like that. Um, so very regular. Um, we have gone through a couple worship directors mm-hmm. and so like our leadership has changed a little bit. But yeah, mostly being a musician, just kind of, you know, reading the core chart and making it up because I didn't practice um, on Sunday Don't morning. imitate this guy, please. Yeah. <laughs> practice. My music degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that's supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was very normal, run of the drive, what I think a lot of worship musicians experiences, you know, coming to rehearsals mm-hmm. and, you know, and playing the part um, yeah, with a very kind of, you know, eclectic team in some senses. Yeah. Um, not really knowing what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. You, you said something that was very interesting that I wanted to pinpoint and like kind of highlight was like um, you didn't know what was going to happen because, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning, like I feel like you, you've, you've witnessed the most changes for worship, in, in my opinion, at mm-hmm. least. Like you've gone, you've, you've done it in front of a camera, you've done it live and everything. But um, like you, you said, there were like weeks like for the high school when you talked about, like you didn't even know if you were going to play worship. Yeah, so that was, I can touch on that too. So yeah. like that was another thing of kind of contention. So, um, yeah, there was always moments where so we had to get COVID tested. And so we'd always be like, oh, like, you know, what happens if we test positive, right? Which, like, you know, that's a good thing. We should, you know, carry the virus around and kill people. But, like, there was always moments, like, we'd prepare a set, and then we'd be like, all right, let's hope we don't have coronavirus. <laughs> uh, luckily, you know, no one ever tested positive. And, you know, uh, last week was our last week. And um, and so there's always moments of, like, oh, we're doing all this preparation for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe this event will get canceled, or maybe it'll rain because it's outside and we can't have it. Um and so it's at, it was at boarding high school. And so uh, it was always like, will the school allow us on campus? You know, are we, will, you know, will students come? Can students come to this event? Mm. You know, and so it was always these moments of, you know, we never know what's going on. Like it was, mm. it was difficult. Right. And I know Chris came up one time, I think, during the pandemic. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, I probably maybe 20 times went up, maybe not even like 15, something like that. Um, played and actually like played a set up there um, and yeah. you know got to work with some high school musicians and um and you know just enjoy some live worship which is something right we don't get a lot of yeah, yeah. right i was gonna i want to highlight that mm-hmm. too because we've i mentioned cameras but this is would you was this the only situation where you actually performed in front of like human and live like audiences mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the pandemic yeah the whole time i don't think yeah yeah, I can't think of any other. Yeah, so only mm. this. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. Yeah. Which is a very different experience. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can we expand on that? Actually, um, you talked about so, 
as the pandemic went on, I know we talked about pre-pandemic and then pre-pandemic, of course, we were in front of a live audience. There was like a church uh, congregation and everything. But then the shift to cameras, right? If you, I mean, I feel like both of you, you if I may highlight you, Chris, mm. your first experience playing in front of a camera and without live audience, what were kind of like, how did you feel about that? Like in terms of like, is that worship, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I struggle because I always feel awkward in front of a camera, mm. even like doing this or like recording sermons or teachings or whatever. So to me, it's like, okay, the camera's on. I automatically feel differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like taken out of the zone, the worship zone. Even right. That's not a thing. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, it was like, it didn't feel too different, I guess, because I'm used to recording to some extent. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, okay, I got the in-ears in, like... I usually can't hear what the congregation's doing or singing anyway. Right. So, like, all I hear is, like, my bass and the click tracks and, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever else is working that day. <laughs> whatever noise is, whatever noise is coming through. Yes, yes. So, like, it was kind of weird, but I guess I was so focused on the screen or the music anyway that, mm-hmm. like, it almost, I don't even notice half the time that there's not a congregation there mm-hmm. until I look up. But it does feel kind of, like, empty yeah. right. in there at the same time. Can you speak on a little bit on that too? Because you're the like we already said, you're the only one that performed in front of a live audience, right? Which I yeah. think drastically changes. But mm-hmm. does that is that shift was that shift also there for you when they shifted from live audience to like recording in front of a camera? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a very different. I mean, I was here uh, when we so we had closed right. for a while, and we you know had, had done some online worship. But we didn't actually record any worship videos and. Um, and so, like, I wasn't really involved in that. This was the beginning of last, uh, beginning of coronavirus, like, quarantine, a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, so, like, we didn't, we just, just, like, chosen some worship songs and put in some videos that, you know, like, for the congregation to watch. So then we started recording actual worship sets with a five- or six-person team. Of course, like, it was maybe, maybe June or July of last year, and, like, we didn't know anything about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, testing was still not available. And so, like, of course, there's all, like, the stresses and anxieties with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very small team in a small space. Like, we were like, you know, is this okay? There was definitely some mandates. We didn't want to break any rules and stuff like that. And so, like, there was that added on to the fact of, like, oh, you know, we're in a small room. Like, there's a lot of technical issues. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to figure out, does the mic work? Does the camera work? And as you were saying, it definitely, like, there's moments where you can get in the nit and grit of the music and pay no attention to what's going on. But then there's moments where you go like, oh, wow, like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, it's definitely just very, like, bouncing off the back of the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've definitely played a lot of worship sets where, like, there's very little congregational interaction. And you, like, have that feeling of, like, hey, I don't know what's <laughs> going on Nobody cares what I'm doing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, like, that's not a new feeling, like, as is the life of a worship player. But, yeah, so it's, like, it's a very different feeling of, like, I'm connecting through to these people through this lens over time. And so, like, it was just, like, there was still that connection, but it just felt, like, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then there's, a, like, a lot of technical things that you can really focus on to, I don't want to say distract yourself, but in ways, like, actually distract yourself, probably not intentionally. But yeah, there's a lot of nit and grit you can get into to not think about the fact that there's nobody in the room. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of trust, too. Like, you have to trust that this is going to impact somebody, that God's going to speak through this. Because, like, that's hard for me. Because I, like, I don't know. I'm impatient, I guess. But, like, I know, like, I I can think of music videos I've watched where, like, I get emotional or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, videos or sermons or whatever. Like, it can happen. But you don't get that immediate. Like, you don't see people, like, crying and flailing their arms, like, in the congregation. Mm -hmm. 
it's very interesting that you guys talk about like um, congregational reaction, right? So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am the casual, like, hi, I come to worship and everything. Um, and I think for me, a lot of this season has been really rough in terms of like the word of worship, right? Because when I think worship, I associate with a live band that's like um, leading and guiding me to worship God and focus in on God. But um, upon like becoming like essentially the producer, gone were the emotions, gone were yeah. like, what am I doing this for? And it was filled with the focus on the technical aspect. Um, so I have to say, this has been a very dry season of worship for me, but you talked about music videos that made you feel things. Um, have the I, For the two of you guys, have you guys recently, was there a moment in like any of the recordings or anything that you've witnessed that kind of gave you that feeling of just like, oh, like connecting with God through that worship, like mm. in, um, in a digital aspect, I guess, if that makes sense. Like while we were recording or while we were watching? I guess like, yeah, to expand it over there. Because I think for me, it's been very hard to see God through these types of worship videos, mm-hmm. to be very yeah. honest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have the privilege of witnessing you guys record live, but I can count. There was only one instance where I really felt God's presence, and I actually started crying when you guys were playing. Really? Um, the, uh, song of Repentance? Song of Repentance. Yeah. Yeah. A song I really recommend, but that was like, it was, it, it was you guys considered it a bad take, but it was the one take I cried. Yeah. And like, I'm like, so, like I was like quietly sobbing to myself <laughs> as I'm trying to switch the cameras. But I was just like, I think that was like a moment where like I was really reminded, like, you know, in the midst of all like these, the technicalities and all that, like God is still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess like, what was an experience that was kind of similar for you or like mm-hmm. where you saw God in this digital age of worship? Yeah. I mean, I know we were doing Come That Fount one week. And I don't, that's one of my favorite hymns already, but I don't know why, but like, I, I was actually like, I don't remember, I don't think I was crying, but I was like borderline crying while playing the bass. And I was like, I'm being recorded. I can't like start sobbing, <laughs> but, which was another weird thing I don't usually think about, but I was like, I don't know. It was like the words came to life. Maybe it's because I was familiar and didn't have to think about like the tech and the notes and everything. And it's just like, oh, I know this song mm-hmm. a lot. I I know the song well. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> I speak good. I speak uh, good. I don't. I don't know what that was about, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what it was. It just like spoke to me, and I was just like, "Wow, God is so good." And there are these. I always have these moments where the words speak to me, which is cool because I don't get to think about the words a mm, lot. Yeah. I think that's tough for me, is because when I'm singing, it's one thing, but when I'm playing the bass, I never get to think about the words. Yeah. Hmm. I like <sighs> playing. I don't know if I've ever was like breaking down in tears. That's right. not really my Sorry, yeah, that's not, really that's not, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know there's been some moments, I can't think of any specifically, but there's been moments of like, oh, you know, like this is good. We're doing this for a reason. Like, you know, this mm-hmm. is not just, we're recording a video. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're leading the congregation to, you know, hopefully see God through this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's so easy to not think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many other things. I could literally think about anything, right? Yeah. And sometimes I am. If I'm yeah, being yeah. Honest. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, or being like, what's going on over there? Right. Like, like ooh, Chris, ah, well, flat there, sailor. <laughs> Fretless life. <laughs> life. Uh, but like going and, and like watching our worship videos is very difficult because a lot of times it's like, ooh. Yeah, I can't not yeah, criticize yeah, 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 and yeah, like right. nitpick. <laughs> and so like, and it's like I like a part of me goes like I just like click in the feedback mode like okay like let me sit down and like write the feedback so I can send it to people and be like, I think this is what we should do. I think we should improve here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like watching or listening to like worship music 
I like try to intentionally listen to music, but like I sit down, put on my headphones, and like that's all I do. I don't do anything else because a lot of times I find myself like passively listening to music, which is fine. I love music, right? Um, but then I'm like, I'm not really enjoying this beautiful art, right? So then I usually try to you know, sit down and just like enjoy music, uh, especially when it's beautiful outside. I'll go just like sit outside and listen to music, and it's great. It's super reflecting and just like, but I haven't done that in a long time, partially mm. because it's been really cold and like school and like everything was like super stressful yeah. so i go like that's ah, fine i will just listen to music while i do this i'm like oh new song cool i'll just put it on and I'm like oh like that's so i've definitely been missing that mm. and like you know when there's a live congregation you get some of that you know response back um but yeah definitely just like that self-reflecting music i've just like not had and i've been driving less and that's another piece of it too um oh you like listen to a lot yeah, of music yeah, while yeah drive, right? i was yeah. listening to a lot of music while i drive and like it's much more i can kind of like shut my brain off and Mm. drive and like think about the music and stuff um so yeah i mean that's like that's a part of it that definitely i have been i've been missing as well mm. it's like that that individual worship um, right yeah because it's so easy when you're in a congregation too to like just like forget about it and focus on either participating in congregation be like what are they doing over there and right like, you know, kind of get into mm-hmm. it um and of course my brain while listening to music was sometimes just like oh sick bass line nice <laughs> <laughs> but then i can also kind of turn that off and just like enjoy the music right um, I mean, I think it's safe to say that I'm very excited to, like, not be, like, producing or recording. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Is This just this just made me think, like, when was the last time I actually, like, got to sit or, like, got to just worship, right? Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of, like, doing the whole, like, working aspect. And I think it's maybe if, if that's a taste of, like, what you guys feel, like, playing on stage and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just made me think a little bit. It was just like, oh, like, it made me a little sad. Made me a little sad for mm-hmm. this year. When I was directing the choir, there was like, it was I think it was after New Year's or something, but it was like the orchestra's off that day, the choir's off that day. I'm not on a worship team, and I got to just like go to church and just <laughs> worship. And yeah. I was like, this is so, yeah, like, renewing. Right. I don't know. That's the age old thing. Renewing. Yeah, like you do too much and burn out. Yeah. What? Burnout. Who's that? <laughs> I, I know Who's the burnout. I, I know how you feel about the word burnout. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's definitely been a dry season. I mean, mm. it's it's been, yeah. And it's something I love so much, too. I freaking love music so much. Same. Especially worship music. Yeah. So yeah, I think in a lot of ways, it's been relying less on worship, like traditional worship, and seeing God in other ways mm. for me. Interesting, like, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's still in some ways the worship music and that, mm-hmm. but... I guess we're like life as worship and like mm-hmm. plus I've been like listening to podcasts and reading books and just like experiencing life in new ways for the yeah. past mm-hmm. year and I think I've just been seeing God in a lot of different ways than I normally right. did when it was like go to church on Sunday play the bass sing oceans you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that point Chris like that actually I'm like, I'm feeling very convicted over here because yeah. I think it was like the idea, like you said, you know, like that was when that wasn't that was a, that was an uh, avenue and like point that we found God, but now that's been kind of dry. It's like where has God been in other places? And I think it just makes me, in a sense, I do feel I feel like that that question is just eating mm-hmm. away at me. It's like Sam, where have you seen God? Yeah, in other ways, um, and I don't know how I answer that right now. Um, but with that, thank you guys honestly for like kind of sharing. I've always wondered um, kind of your sides of the stories because you guys, I think you guys can relate easily because one, you guys are on stage mm-hmm. and you guys 
chit chat all the time. But then me in the back, I'm with Adam, who uh, is just on TikTok, (laughs) and then there's me. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoy a little bit of insight Mm. kind of into like one worship leaders and also a bit of the casual listener slash uh, video producer. But yeah, hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. If you want to check out some links to some other videos, there's some right here. They're all great. Don't ask the people who watch them, not me. Uh, If you scroll down below, there's some show notes that gives our sources and other uh, notes about our episode, as well as all of our social media and places you can watch and listen to us. Make sure to check it out. Make sure to like and subscribe. It really helps me out because I'm a narcissist, so please do that. Thanks, guys. (laughs)